Hello and welcome to the Soulmate Seekers Love Coach Podcast, where we talk about everything from how to be sure you're ready to meet your soulmate, to how to nurture and repair your relationship with your current soulmate. I'm your host, Shari, and I'm the Soulmate Seekers Love Coach. I was in my 30s when I realized I deserved better than the jerks I dated. I also realized that I had been the one to teach those jerks they could treat me so poorly. Today I specialize in helping women and men prepare themselves for receiving their soulmate connection and nurturing that happy and healthy relationship. Today's topic is Marie Kondo Your Relationships and we'll be talking about how to clear the clutter out of your relationship life. I'm sure you've heard of the Marie Kondo method of tidying up. The idea is to clear out the clutter in your life by asking if items you keep spark joy in your heart when you hold them. While Marie Kondo focuses on the physical clutter in your world, her method of choosing to keep or release physical items can be applied to actions we take and people we have relationships with as well. Kondo's method of decluttering your life has six rules. One, commit yourself to tidying up. Two, imagine your ideal lifestyle. Three, finish discarding first. Four, tidy by category, not location. And five, follow the right order. These rules can be applied to clearing out the clutter in your connections too. While clearing out your connections might not be as easy as clearing out a closet, you will find the process and result to be equally, if not more so, satisfying. Releasing connections that no longer serve you will help you align energetically to your soulmate partner as you make more space in your energetic field for new, happy connections by removing old, miserable ones. If you're truly ready to align your energy with your soulmate, you must commit to cleaning out the relationships in your life that no longer serve you. Take a moment right now and write this down in your journal or on a piece of paper you can hang somewhere where you'll see it often. I am committed to releasing ties with any relationship I've maintained but that no longer serves me or brings me joy. Letting go of the relationships like these will probably be one of the hardest things you've ever done. Making a commitment to it and seeing that written commitment commitment regularly will help you stay the course as the choices become harder and harder. You're on the soulmate journey right now, right? So have you considered what you want your relationships as a whole to look like when you're done clearing out the clutter? I just recently cleared out my Facebook friends. Now I'm not the usual Facebook user and I know it. Yes, I've had a Facebook account since you had to have a .edu email account to get one, I think around 2008, but I've always treated Facebook as a way to stay in contact with people I know in the real world. I never approach Facebook as a way to meet new people, though I do have a few friends I met via social media that I consider actual friends. Otherwise, my Facebook friends list includes mostly people I went to high school or college with and family. When I decided to clear out my list, I had about five to 600 friends. I got it down to under, four, under 500 this morning because I realized I was tired of seeing posts that made me angry, frustrated, or sad on a regular basis. If seeing your name in my feed didn't bring me joy, you got the X. I want the time I spend on social media to be fun, interesting, and relaxing. 
As you consider what you want your relationships to look like going forward, it's important for you to clearly understand what you do and don't want to connect with. Under your commitment statement, take a moment to write down the general feel of relationship connections you're going for in your life. Do you want to connect with people who make you laugh or cry, smile or grind your teeth? It's important to first clear out the relationships that no longer serve you before opening yourself up to new connections. Marie Kondo speaks of releasing those items we don't find joy in with gratitude for the lessons we learned by having that item in our lives. I recommend doing the same with the connections you're releasing now. Let those people fade from your life with gratitude for what they brought your way, even if you outgrew it. Learn the lesson they were in your life to teach you or taught you what you didn't want for yourself. These are all valuable lessons to learn from connecting with people and releasing them, so take your time releasing these connections and give yourself permission to be sad or disappointed by the acknowledgement that some people have just drifted out of your life. Clearing out the relationships you no longer find joy in or need in your life opens up energetic connection areas for new connections. I think of it kind of like an old telephone switchboard with all the wires and holes in which to put the wires. Each hole represents a space in your life and a particular type of connection. There are holes for friends, family, romantic connections, etc. But if you allow all the holes to be filled with connections to people who no longer bring you joy, there's no room for new connections. Only by unplugging ourselves from the connections that no longer serve us do we open up to new connections. I realize that in the condo method, the idea is not is to not refill the space taken up by things we release. But in the case of emotional connections, we likely are looking to connect with others who bring us joy once we've released those who don't. In the physical world of clearing clutter, it's easy to use categories to organize your clutter clearing. Start with clothes, then move to knickknacks, etc., rather than starting with a closet and then moving on to the junk drawer in the kitchen. Sticking with categories help you, helps you get your brain to focus on one thing at a time, rather than the pile of craziness that might come out of the catch-all hall closet. The same is true in clearing out the clutter of your relationships. I recommend breaking up your connections by categories such as social media, acquaintances, work relationships, personal friendships, and family and romantic relationships. There may be some crossover, but if you stick with a category until you're done disconnecting from those folks who don't bring you joy, you'll find it might be easier to fully disconnect. For example, you may want to disconnect from an ex you no longer need in your life. If you start by removing them from your social media sphere, how much more contact might you have left with them? Remember that the first step is going to be the hardest. The first time you hit the unfriend button or block button, it's going to feel like you're ripping a part of yourself out by the roots. But as time goes on and you find yourself living a more joyful life, removing the connections that don't bring you joy will become easier and easier. The order I recommend for releasing connections that no longer serve you is 1. Social media 2. Acquaintances 3. Work relationships 4. Personal friendships and 5. Family and romantic relationships the reasoning behind this order is that you will begin with the most impersonal connections and move through layers of personal connection. Each level may get progressively more difficult as you move through them. It should be pretty easy to unfriend and unfollow anonymous people on the other side of a screen, but it will likely be much more difficult to release connections when you reach personal friendships and family. 
That is not to say it will be impossible to release these connections. It's not. It's just hard. For example, I recently released my ties to a friend I'd had for 13 years. Why? Because being connected to this person no longer brought me any joy, only sadness. Was it difficult to walk away? You bet. I'm the kind of person who will give you chance after chance, excuse bad behavior, and give you the benefit of the doubt when you hurt me, but even I have limits. I've had to do the same with family members over the years. When my stepfather passed away in 2009, I let the connection to his family remain until I realized how much their behavior hurt me and my mother. When my step-grandparents were mean to her and dismissive of my mother, I stopped connecting with them. When my sister... When his sister made sure everyone at the funeral knew I was a stepdaughter, despite the fact he'd never called me that, I stopped connecting with her and her part of the family as well. I've even released my connection to a cousin I was once very close to in my own family after she was cruel to me, my mother, and her own mother. You don't have to have such dramatic reasons for releasing connections to anyone anywhere in your list of connections. It could just be that they make you unhappy when you connect with them. That's enough. Your peace of mind is worth more than any social admonition that we should love our families and friends no matter what. First, decide that you're fully committed to completing this process with all of your relationships. Next, start with social media. All of your social media. I've done my Facebook, but I haven't touched my Twitter or Instagram yet, mostly because I don't spend a lot of time on them, but I will tackle them. I've committed to it. When you're finished with your social media, move on to acquaintances and so on through the categories I've shared with you. If you don't like my categories, create your own. The idea is to start with the easiest connections to release and work through the most difficult. Examine each connection and ask yourself, does it bring you joy to connect with this person? If your answer is a resounding yes, that connection has made the cut. If it's a meh answer, you can choose to see if that connection can be repaired or boosted to be a joyful one rather than releasing it, but it's important to review those connections regularly and if the repair or boost isn't working, to release it. If your answer is no, they don't bring you joy. Release the connection with thanks for the memories and lessons and move on from it. Don't keep anyone in your life who is there out of guilt or obligation. You deserve to live a joyful life, surrounded by people you love and who love you back in healthy ways. You are under no obligation from anyone but yourself to remain connected to anyone else. This won't be an easy activity. It's going to be tough. You'll probably cry and bemoan the loss of connections you once treasured, but if the connection isn't a resounding yes, they bring you joy, are you really losing anything that wasn't lost a long time ago? Have you kept those less-than-yes connections because of what you once had or because of the current state of the connection? Consider the goal here. You want to live a life of joy with your soulmate. Will any of the less-than-yes connections you're releasing bring you any closer to that goal? Then why are you clinging to those connections? If you feel like you need more help in clearing out the clutter in your relationships as you prepare yourself to meet your soulmate, consider enrolling in my Spring Cleaning Your Relationships program. This program is designed to help you clear out emotional and energetic clutter so you're ready for and aligned to your soulmate partner. The link for the enrollment to this program is in the description of this episode. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I do hope you've enjoyed it. 
If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Soulmate Seekers Love Coach Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That way you won't miss any of our episodes or bonuses. If you like what you hear in this podcast and you're interested in working with me, no matter what part of your soulmate journey you're on, you can find ways to connect with me on my website at soulmateseekerslovecoach.com. Click on Work With Me to see the ways you can connect, the coaching packages I offer, and the readings you can get on your soulmate journey. The link is in the description of this episode, and I hope to connect with you very soon. I believe everyone is on a soulmate journey until they find their soulmate in the right time and place for you both to come together in a happy and healthy relationship. I also believe there's a path you can follow in order to prepare yourself energetically and emotionally to receive your soulmate when the time comes. I have created the Soulmate Journey Coaching Program to help you with this path. The first part of the journey is enrolling now. This first part, preparation, is a six-week one-on-one program that will help you prepare yourself to receive your soulmate. It addresses how to know if you're ready for a relationship and how to get ready if you're not. Self-care, what it is and why it's important to your relationships, defining your perfect partner, defining and expressing your wants, needs, and expectations, relationships bring cleaning to clear your energy, and what to do to move on to the next milestone in the soulmate journey. If you're interested in beginning your soulmate journey prepared and ready to receive your soulmate, I hope you'll consider enrolling in the program with me. You can read more about the soulmate journey and enroll using the link in the description of this episode or by going to my website soulmateseekerslovecoach.com and clicking on the soulmate journey link at the top. I look forward to connecting with you and helping you be your most prepared and ready for your soulmate. The best way to connect with me, especially if you have questions or comments on the show, is through my website. You can, however, also find me on Facebook. Just look for the Soulmate Seekers Love Coach or use the links in the description to go directly to my page and the free and open community I host on Facebook. Inside the Soulmate Seekers Facebook group, you'll get direct access to me, have a community of like-minded people, each in their own place on their soulmate journey, who can help you with your questions about the journey, yourself, and your soulmate. I'd love to have you join us there and hope to see you soon.